Welcome to the Nourish and Empower podcast, where we redefine, reclaim, and restore the true meaning of health. Join us as we dive into the tough conversations about mental health, nutrition, eating disorders, diet culture, and body image. I'm Maggie, a registered dietitian. And I'm Jessica, a licensed professional counselor. Together, we have over 10 years of experience working in eating disorders and mental health treatment. Trigger warning. In this show, we will be discussing eating disorders and other mental health disorders. We welcome you to the table for these conversations. However, if at any point you feel those conversations are causing more harm in your recovery process, you can always take a pause and come back to listen and reflect with us at a later time. Even though we are discussing nutrition and therapy modalities on this podcast, this show is not medical, nutrition, or mental health treatment and is not a replacement for meeting with a registered dietitian, licensed mental health provider, or any other medical provider. You can find resources for how to find a provider as well as crisis resources in the show notes. Kick back, relax, grab a snack, and join your favorite dietitian and therapist duo as we chat, laugh, cry, and reflect together. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Nourish and Empower podcast. Hello, everyone. We wanted to spend some time today just kind of reflecting on the past year as this is the podcast one year anniversary. Which is so exciting and so wild. That was a very quick year, if you ask me. Like, I... (laughs) I have time hop that app. So like I always get all the notifications of things. And when I saw that it was like earlier this week, I think it was on Monday, I got all the notifications of people like reposting and us putting stuff out that we're putting it out. And it's just so crazy that we're here already. Yeah, no, that's true. I feel like, I don't know, there's different parts of the year that I feel like go faster than others and slower than others. But yeah, when you think back and you're like, wow, full year ago, that does feel pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like the summer goes too fast and the winter goes too slow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how yeah. I feel for sure. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it's been such a journey and I really do thank you, Megs, because I know I sent you an Instagram message. Yeah. Kidding and so serious at the same time. And the fact that you ran with it and we were able to create such a beautiful platform for people to speak their own education, their truths, their knowledge. And let's also be honest, if it weren't for you, the guests would not be a thing. But you have done such an amazing job of being so interactive with so many people and getting our interviewees. And I really just, God bless you, my dear, because you (laughs) have really made this what it is and you're amazing and I adore you and I love you. So cheers to you. you. And I love you too. And that was very sweet. And yeah, for those of you who don't know how this all came to be, just slid into my DMs. (laughs) (laughs) I did hot. I did. You truly did. And asked you know just brought this up of like hey would you ever want to do this and we had been working together for a couple of years but had never actually met each other no and so we then finally met each other which I always think I have so many friends that find that so interesting that I'm like yeah pretty much like every collaborating provider that like I work with who I talk to all the time like 
I very rarely have ever met them. Some of them I've never even seen. Like it's always just phone calls, which is so funny. Yeah. But yeah, it's it has been a journey. And for those of you who don't know this, Jessica edits all of the episodes, which is the most time consuming part. So like I I, you know, I kind of do some of the background stuff with like scheduling and and you know, emailing back and forth with all of the amazing guests that we've had. But Jessica really does the time-consuming part, which is sitting, editing, like, re-listening to all the episodes. So she spends a lot of her weekends doing this. And I thank you, too, because I don't think people realize how much time, like, you put into this. Listen, it is so enjoyable, I have to say. And because it's also nice to, like, relive what we did. And it's Mm -hmm. also sometimes I'm like, holy mackerel, like, we did that. And, like, Mm -hmm. we learned these things. So thank you. And, yeah, I just – it is such an exciting – such an exciting experience for sure. Yeah, because I feel like, too, a little behind the scenes, like, there are some episodes that we record within a week of them getting published. There's also some that we had a period of time where we were recording episodes – like three, four months in advance. And so sometimes even I would listen to it the day they came out. And I'm like, huh, I don't really actually remember like the specifics <laughs> of this conversation so much. Yeah. So I'm sure even in editing, mm-hmm. sometimes you were editing something that we recorded three or four months prior. And it's like, oh, right. This is what we talked about. I do remember this. No. And that was one of the things that I enjoyed is that you have, we had so many backlogged. So it was like every week, it broke up the day-to-day therapy for me where it was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, we have an interview. I'm so excited. Or it was like, oh my gosh, like I get to listen to this episode that we recorded in October and now it's January, right? Like it was yeah. nice to see what we did and like what we were able to accomplish. And it was it was definitely an interesting but also exciting experience to have for sure. Yeah. So I guess like going off of that, like I'm curious of what were some of the things you feel like you learned about yourself in the year of doing this? Oh, great question. So what did I learn about myself? So I, so like some funny, some not. Two things I learned about myself is that I feel like I scream when I talk. (laughs) And people have told me that my entire life. But when listening back, I'm like, wow, is that really what I sound like? So <laughs> that has definitely been a big one. And I feel like being someone – I've always known that I've loved to educate and I love to be educated, right? So – but being in this space of just having conversation and having it be so casual, I've realized is something that I found that I enjoy a lot because – Full disclosure, I, before, is just like kind of funny, but like before our podcast, I like never listened to podcasts. Hmm. So to me, it's just so funny that people, like clients sometimes would be like, oh, like what podcast should I listen to? And I'm like, that's a great question. I have no idea. And like for our clients, I'll be like, ask Maggie because she's like the podcast queen. So I find, so I did find it really interesting that I really do enjoy them now and doing one has then allowed me to enjoy listening to them. I feel like I've also learned, well, I feel like I've always known this, but I talk a lot. (laughs) (laughs) 
silly. <laughs> I know. Weird concept. So bizarre, I know. I figured nobody understood this, so you're welcome for the insight. I feel like it's more of like realizations of things that people have always said to me. I'm like, oh, those are real things. And I'm now seeing it for myself for the first, well, maybe not the first time, but it's really sinking into me. And my pauses, I feel like, and like what my, I feel like this is all about like how I speak. Because again, with all the editing that I do, I feel like all the things that I've really learned have been like, wow, Jessica, how many times are you going to say like, or how many times are we going to say, um, like, do we play a game with this to make it interesting? (laughs) So I feel like it's been a lot of those pieces for sure that have been like truly eye-opening. Yeah. No, that's fair. I think it makes sense too that there is a lot of more of that, like, I guess it's like linguistics. I don't know if that's the right way to explain it, but right. Just pauses, like volume of speech, filler words, that kind of stuff. Because yeah, I mean, most people are not listening to themselves speak all the time. Correct. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Correct. But it definitely has been like such a great experience. It has also shown me that I want to do this all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I do. And it's like so different from therapy. But the similarity is that like I definitely know I love talking to people all day long. But it's just a totally – it's like when we do presentations, right? Like if we could do podcasts and presentations more often, like that would fill my soul in such a – it would fill my cup in such a different way than, you know, our usual day-to-day does. So that has also been interesting to see for sure. What have you learned about yourself, Maggie? Hmm. Good question. Um. No, I think a couple of things. I feel like actually almost a little different than what you said. So I feel like I always have had a piece of my identity and feeling like I talk a lot. And that's always been something ever since I was younger. And I definitely did talk a lot more when I was younger. Like (laughs) my family will agree that that was that was the truth. But I do feel like I have this identity piece of like, I talk so much, I almost talk too much. Mm. And then I feel like listening back, I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm a better listener than I think because there were some episodes where I was like, hey, Max, are you going to say anything? Like, <laughs> you jump in here? So I'm like, hmm, maybe I am a better listener mm-hmm. than I think I am. So that was cool to learn. That's nice. I would also say too, like, I just found in talking to a lot of the guests, like, I found that there was a lot of validation in some of the things that I say and some of the like things that I talk about with my clients because I thought such a cool part of all of this was like, mm-hmm. we literally got to talk to people from all around the world. Yes. And they say so many of the same things that I say. Yes. And that was really validating to me as a clinician to be like, okay, because sometimes, you know, being in like the non-diet you know, non-restrictive space of nutrition, like sometimes I feel a little isolated, I guess, in like the field of dietetics. And so I guess then to have a bunch of other providers from all over the world being like, no, like I talk about this too, or I say this thing too, or they knew the same studies and research that I knew. That part I found like really validating and like a confidence booster too. And like some of the things that I would say. No, I love that. And I feel like that's such a good point too. And, and I definitely, 
I remember specifically, like I remember feeling that way, but I remember specifically, I think it was our interview with Talia. And Mm -hmm. I remember, I think you said it in that interview where you were like, this is so great and it's so cool to see that what I preach here is also being preached across the world. And it's so nice to see like the connection that is actually being made everywhere, right? Because I feel Mm -hmm. like whenever we talk about like the world's mindset and society's mindset changing, we feel very isolated and we feel like there aren't these big changes aren't being made for people within the eating disorder space or even just like the haze space. And so Mm -hmm. to hear from other countries and, you know, providers in other countries that that actually is occurring, it actually makes it feel more comforting that maybe the change really is happening. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, definitely. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was one of my favorite parts of all this too was like we, I mean, we truly are so grateful. Like we got to talk to so many amazing people. And I- I expected going into this that we would interview, you know, colleagues of ours, like friends, like people that like we reached out to and I'm like, hey, you know, do you want to come on? on But then to have literally providers from around the world, like reaching out to us and asking Mm -hmm. if they would be able to come on, like that was not something I ever expected. Yeah. And I mean, that's such a cool piece. I also too, like I pulled up some of the stats from the past year and like, our episodes were played in 36 countries around the world. Like, That's wild. I never expected that. No. I, if you asked me if it would be played in two countries, I'd be like, no, probably not just one. Like maybe so, just two states, but like the fact that it was 30. Wild. The fact that even by Christmas time, I think it was, I think I, I know I sent you the screenshot that we were in the top 50% of Buzzsprout. And at that point we had only... Like of all Buzzsprout, which is the platform that we use to upload all of our episodes, we were in the top 50%. And like, I know maybe to some people they're like, all right, sick, you're in the top 50. But like for someone, for two people being brand new to the podcast industry, being Mm -hmm. brand new and not even a year old and having such a big connection and for our performance to have grown like that. That was like jaw dropping for me. Shocker, I got emotional about it. But it was so it I agree with everything you're saying. It's just the amount of gratitude and how humble and how loved it made me feel and you feel of why like how people just like wanted to be a part of this mm-hmm. was wild. Yeah. No, for sure. I I totally agree. That like that was something I never ever expected going into it and then wound up being you know one of the most pleasant surprises ever so really cool that that happened 100 percent, i agree with you Mm -hmm. yeah what would you say was your favorite part about all this yeah that's a good question i feel like i have a couple things i mean i'm not trying to make you emotional here but oh no (laughs) i mean we have spent a ton of time together on this and I don't think there's been a single day in the last year that we haven't communicated with each other in some way. And so like cultivating a friendship with you has definitely been, you know, my favorite part of this overall. And then (laughs) I'm such not an emotional person. So I'm like, all right, let's keep moving. Like, (laughs) that's okay. I'll just cry on the other side of the screen. You keep going. It's fine. (laughs) But then I feel like the next piece of that is, I have had so many clients, so many 
supports of clients, you know, reach out. And I will say I was very anxious in starting this about not triggering people, you know, not having, I mean, truly like not getting negative comments. Like I was very worried, like of negative comments. I wouldn't let Jessica release an episode for like the first month, unless I also listened to it first before it got released. And thankfully like loosen the reins on that over time. Logistically (laughs) we had to, but I was very worried about that at the beginning. And we have gotten thankfully like such great feedback and have had so many clients, their supports, mm-hmm. you know, people in my life, people in Jessica's life who've like reached out and, you know, expressed a positive kind of sentiment about this. And I mean, that's, that's why we did it. Like we wanted this to be a resource for people and give them another place to experience support. And I really do feel like we accomplished that. I agree a hundred percent. And I feel like I would also say the same things in regards to my favorite parts because you have become such an integral part of my life (laughs) where like we literally just, and I always felt like you were someone I would always love in my circle, like even before we even did this, right? Because I would always be Mm -hmm. like, all right, I got to call Maggie. I got to talk to her about a client that we share. And it just became like, you were just someone that I felt on the phone. It wasn't so business. It was also just so comfortable. And Uh that always made me feel so nice and warm and fuzzy on the inside. And then when we actually started doing this, I was like, I think she's my person. And then it was so (laughs) funny when like going to your house and like doing all of the like the first recording and taking the pictures and doing all the things and just like being in your space and like seeing all the different pictures you hung up and like seeing more of your personality like outside of it. I was like, we're going to be the best of friends. We definitely are. (laughs) Because it was just, it was so nice to really get to know you on such a different level because you are a insanely phenomenal dietitian provider. I'm trying to, I have like so many words going through my head right now that like, clinician that it was so nice to see that like your human side is just as phenomenal and so I too I thank you because also we we know me in my time management we know me in my (laughs) yes you can laugh at that that is fine like you just understand my personality and there was even if maybe you felt it there was never a moment where you were like, Jess, I need you to like figure your stuff out. You were like, there were, you're, there was so much understanding on both sides where like you said in the beginning, you needed to hear it before. And I was like, okay, whenever you want to hear this by, I'll get it out to you. We will do it. Like we just work so well together. And so mm-hmm. building all this, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I was nervous about... I will have to say, shockingly, actually, I don't think I was super nervous about anything negative coming out because I think I was just so excited, but I was nervous about triggering people or like Mm -hmm. what we said in a podcast, is that going to be, because obviously there's some truths that we have to speak about, right? And obviously there are certain languages that are going to come out that could be upsetting, but I think outside of that, it was just, it was just so great. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I know too, like we've said this, you know, so many times throughout episodes, but like we do, like we have an emotionally taxing job because we want to have it, right? Like I always say, you know, I say this yeah. to clients, I say this to anybody in my life, right? I'm like, I 
chose like this career. Like I truly did. And like, I, you know, I chose working with this population and like, I do truly love it. And I do truly feel like I like found my thing. And with that, I, you know, both can exist at the same time. Like I can be so fulfilled and love my job. And I can also, you know, need a place to like get some of my feelings about it out too. And I feel like that also like this became a space for us too to also like show the humanness in being a clinician because people don't always see that. And I, I like podcasts where clinicians are talking about stuff like that. And clinicians are just like reflecting back on things because I find it super relatable. So I also, you know, I hope that there were clinicians out there too that also found like this to be really relatable. Agreed. A hundred percent. And because, you know, and I know for you and me, like showing that human side during sessions to obviously to a point, right, is part part of our style. But I think being able to really have a space to talk so freely is also just like you're saying, like so important, like having that connection, having that support and positive outlet is part of the reason that we do this. And it has been so helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like too, I mean, we hit, like I was taking a scroll back and looking at all the episodes just like leading up to doing this. And I was like, we literally hit in my mind, like so many different facets, like so many different topics. Like we got the perspective of so many different people. And I think that's such an amazing piece of it too. And even topics that like, I didn't even expect that we'd cover like I didn't think we'd have an episode on like postpartum for example or yeah you know I didn't I didn't know that we'd have certain episodes kind of coming up but I think that's been such a great piece of it too of like getting to explore like so many different kind of topics you know within this realm that I didn't even expect I agree and I think that's one of the reasons too why I love this so much is because we're not pigeonholed Like, Mm -hmm. yes, we talk about recovery and we talk about eating disorders and we talk about, you know, nutrition and mental health, but we talk about mental health and nutrition in such a wide variety because those two topics have such a wide variety of how they affect you, when they affect you, and how, you know, there isn't just a therapist for eating disorders. There isn't just a dietitian for eating disorders, right? Like, we cover so many different bases and I feel like we... The fact that we were able to give people that understanding, I feel like just shows even more how we can continue to learn and how there is so much for people to learn and understand. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's been, I think, I know we, we would both vocalize this too, that like, we're so grateful with all of the amazing people that we've gotten to talk to, like how much both of us have learned throughout this process. And so, oh yeah, you know, I don't know how many guests we've had on. I like meant to do some more stats before this episode, but you know, it didn't happen, but we've had, I mean, 53 episodes, I think. Mm. And I mean, at least there's gotta be more than half of them had, you know, somebody on. And so just a big thank you, you know, to every single person who came on, you know, gave us their time. Like, I I think that's an important piece of this too. Like, this is a volunteer endeavor for us. Like, this was a volunteer endeavor for all of these clinicians who donated at least an hour, if not more of their time to us, just, you know, to give people education and to spread awareness. And so 
we thank, you know, every single guest who's come on to and everybody who's listened. I mean, we have had, I don't know about you, Jess, but like there have been sometimes people who've reached out to me, like people who I haven't spoken to in years, you know, that were like, Hey, just wanted to let you know, I listen and it's amazing. And so thank you too, to everybody who has listened, has shared an episode, has sent it to a friend, you know, we, we can't thank you enough. And I feel like even with the Instagram, right, there are people that I haven't spoken to since college that reached out and were like, oh, my God, I loved this episode. Or, hey, I actually have questions for your next episode. And it is. I agree with you. I feel, again, I I don't know if humbled is the right word, but I just, I do. I feel just so grateful and humbled that it's reaching out to so many people and that people like it and just want to continue being so supportive because even with people just reaching out and saying, hey, I listened to the episode, that to me is a form of support, right? Like you care enough, even if it was one episode out of the 53, you cared enough at some point to say, let me listen to this. And that to me is just amazing. And Mm -hmm. I also feel like this is also me guessing, but out of the 53, at least once a month, we spoke, like we did an episode, Just Us. So if we do that, that means that probably 40 of them are with guests, which is wild to think about. Yeah. And I and I second your gratitude and your big thank you to everybody because without those guests, we wouldn't have had our season one. Right. So those people are amazing and for providing the education to us. Because like you said, I loved being able to learn. I loved being able to understand more within the different specialties in our fields. And without them, we wouldn't have had it. Yeah, absolutely. And for everybody listening, we're going to take a little pause. Jessica has some exciting things coming up in her personal life with some wedding bells I'm and so we're gonna married. give her we're gonna give her a couple of couple of months to really focus on that and not be spending her weekends editing podcasts so we are gonna take a little pause um but we encourage you to go back to the archives and listen to some of the past episodes maybe there's a certain topic or a certain episode you really liked and you want to check back out again and you know as always please reach out to us if you have topics, questions, guest ideas, episode ideas. We want to hear from you. But to just sum it up, you know, we are so grateful. We are excited for our one-year anniversary and we thank you all. Yes, thank you. And don't worry, a season two will be coming out. So have no fear, but thank you for everything. And as always, we will catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nourish and Empower podcast. We hope this episode helped you redefine, reclaim, and restore what health means to you. If this episode resonated with you, please subscribe, leave a rating and comment, and share with anyone else who you feel may benefit. We'll meet you back here next time with a new conversation and one of our favorite snacks.